0: Well, that got your attention, didn't it? (laughs) Got mine too, right. Well, we're travelling back to the land of the dinosaurs this morning, to when you, or some of you, and I, were young. And probably we may have gone to Sunday school, or similar, and probably we may have learnt this little tiny chorus, all about Zacchaeus, who is in the reading this morning. Let's see if you know it. Zacchaeus was a very little man The very little man was he He climbed into a sycamore tree For the saviour he wanted to see And when the saviour came that way He looked up to the tree He said, Zacchaeus, you come down For I'm coming to your house for tea Right, well, Zacchaeus, a rich Zacchaeus, a rich tax gatherer, a rich Jew, a rich robber of his own people. So, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give you half my possessions and give them to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks, Keith, for that reading. Um, why don't I pray for us as we start? Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you so much for your words. And we pray that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that are ready to obey Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just make sure I'm turned on. Can you hear me? Is that on? Okay. Right, so I've got two points for us this morning. Let's bring up our PowerPoint. And so these are our two points from our passage, that Jesus came to seek and Jesus came to save. And we saw that in our memory verse. It's a great thing to do at the start of the year, is to learn the Bible. And this story about Zacchaeus really is an illustration all about that memory verse, that Jesus came to seek and to save what was lost. And Zacchaeus, he's the lost man in the story. And money... Has all but swallowed him up. Now, what do we know about Zacchaeus from our passage? Hopefully, your Bibles are open and you're looking with me at Luke chapter 19. We learn that Zacchaeus is a small man with a big problem. He's got a big problem. He's a chief tax collector and he's a sinner. That's what we learn about him. He's filthy rich and he's got his money in a really bad way. And tax collectors in Jesus' time were seen as scumbags. They were seen as the lowest of the low. And Zacchaeus, what he was doing was robbing money from his own people to pay the Romans who had kind of moved in to rule over them. So I want you just to imagine what it would be like if uh, a people invaded Britain. Probably wouldn't happen, it wouldn't happen, but just imagine if it did and they started to put taxes on loads of stuff that we enjoy for free. So imagine going to the bus stop, and you're in the bus queue, and you've got a bus queue tax. You've got to pay five pounds before you even get on the bus to go to where you're going and pay for your fare. Or imagine if every time you wanted to go shopping into Portsmouth or down the precinct, you had to pay ten pounds each to go shopping. Or if, or you had to pay for your kids to go to school five pounds per child per day. It'd be horrible, wouldn't it? It'd be really annoying. And the person who is arranging Who was going to get paid what was this man called Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector. He was the go-between between between the Romans and the Jewish people. And what he was doing was actually earning him loads and loads of money in what he was doing. He was a bit of a scumbag. And the people didn't like him. In fact, the people, they hated him. And they probably thought that God hated him as well. And Jesus has come to town, we learn in verse 1. He's passing through Jericho, and the big surprise that we see is that this outsider, Zacchaeus, he wants to see Jesus. He wants to meet with Jesus. He wants to at least see him in verse 3, and he gets much more than he bargained for. Look at verse 3. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. So Zacchaeus ran on ahead and he climbed up a, a sycamore fig tree. Now this is the kind of behaviour that a super fan of a celebrity would do. So when I was 15, I'm just going to emphasise that, when I was 15, I really liked a boy band called e 17. Anybody know e 17? Just Let's just see. They're a great band, weren't they? Loads better than Take That, much better than One Direction. Okay, e 17, it was brilliant. Anyway, they came to the Isle of Wight and I was really excited. The Radio 1 Roadshow, e 17 were coming and I got up with a friend of mine really early in the morning while it was still dark and we went down to Yavlin Seafront and we queued up for hours. I think I got there at about four o'clock in the morning. We were the first there and uh, it didn't open till about 12. Um, I, for some reason I thought it was going to be much earlier than that, but it didn't. So we were queuing up, waiting. I was a massive fan. Um, a little bit like what we see of Zacchaeus here in the story. He's doing something crazy. He's running. In that culture, to run wasn't a thing you'd, that, that you do. He'd have had to hook up his kind of dress thing, show his legs, and run. And then he climbed up a tree. This is kind of crazy behavior. Just imagine, I mean, he's a rich guy. Imagine the kind of necklaces and the bling, just bouncing up and down, and he's running, and then climbing up this tree. He'd look crazy. he looked silly, but he didn't care. Because the crowd wouldn't let him see who Jesus was. Now, we don't know why that was. Maybe it's because, not just because he was short, but because they were kind of keeping him away from from coming to the front to see who Jesus was. But he climbs up this tree. And um, you might be thinking, hang on a minute, we were saying that Jesus is the one who came to seek and to save the lost. What it looks like here, I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? It looks here like Zacchaeus. He's the one who's seeking out Jesus. He's the one who's running through the crowd and climbing up a tree and doing all this stuff to see Jesus. But actually, as we think about this passage, we see it is about Jesus because Jesus comes to Zacchaeus. He comes to Zacchaeus because he wants to seek him and to save what was lost, like Zacchaeus. So Jesus comes to the tree where he's at. Let's have a little look down here at verse uh, 4. Uh, 5. Jesus reached the spot where Zacchaeus was at, and he looked up at him and said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Jesus came to find Zacchaeus. He didn't walk past him. He didn't kind of keep on moving with the crowds, but he walked right to the very spot, to the very tree that Zacchaeus was up. He came to find him. Of all the trees in all of Jericho, he stops at that one. He speaks to that man. Jesus came and passed through that town to come and find Zacchaeus, who was lost. And Zacchaeus responds to Jesus in an amazing way. Look at verse 6. He came down at once and welcomed him gladly. He welcomed him gladly. So Jesus wasn't coming into town to find the nicest bed and breakfast to stay at and get a cooked breakfast in the morning. That's not what his plan was. Uh, He came into town to start a friendship with someone who was lost, who was far away to someone who'd lost their way. And he says, I must stay at your house. So despite what it does look like, it's Jesus who searches and seeks Zacchaeus. And he knows him. He knows his name. He knows where he's at. He knows where to find him. Jesus is the one who came to seek and to save what was lost. Now, we don't really use that term, seek and save the lost. We just go to our next slide. We use this word, don't we? Search and rescue. And there's loads of search and rescue companies out there. Kind of Coast Guards, RNLI, loads, loads. I'm not going to go on about that. But let's just go to the next slide. Boys and girls, I wonder if you can tell me who this is on the next slide. Can anyone tell me? Who's that? Yes. The octonauts. And what do the octonauts do? Yes. They help sea creatures. And, and what's, what's normally wrong with these sea creatures? What do, they do? what do they do? Someone else. Go on. They're injured. Yeah. And they help them, don't they? They save animals. They save them, don't they? So the octonauts are a search and rescue team. In fact, they explore, they rescue, and they protect. It's amazing. What a great program. But do you know what? Jesus is a one-man rescue crew, a little bit like the Octonauts. He's the one who searches out and saves. He's a rescue specialist. That's what Jesus does. That's his job. That's what Jesus' job is. He's a rescue specialist. He searches and he saves Those who are lost. Now, when Captain Barnacles and Quasi and Peso um, find someone who's lost and who's injured and who's in trouble, what do they do? Yeah, they help them, don't they? They rescue them. Now, it'd be crazy, wouldn't it, if they just found those lost sea animals and went, Oh, look, there's, there's an animal that's lost. He's stuck underneath a rock and he can't get out. Bye. Bye-bye. That wouldn't be a very good TV program, would it? It would be terrible. It would be a terrible TV program. They search and they save and they protect. That's what they do. And that's a little bit like what Jesus does. He seeks us out and he saves us. A little bit like Captain Barnacles and the Octonauts. You see, they get their hands dirty, don't they? They muck in. They help these sea creatures that are lost. And just like that with Jesus, he came to search and to save. So that's my second point. Jesus came to save what was lost. Now, the crowds know that Zacchaeus, he's a scumbag. They know he's a famous sinner. Everybody knows it. Have a look down at verse 7. It says, all the people saw this and they began to mutter. They began to grumble together. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. The crowds can't believe it. Jesus, don't you know who this man is? Don't you know, he's a scumbag. He's a bad guy. What do you want to go and stay at his house for? And go and have some tea. Now, I've never heard that chorus before that Keith sang to us. So thank you very much for that. So um, uh, that was really helpful. I'm not going to forget that one. Um, I won't sing it because I just can't sing very well. Uh, But it's it's amazing, isn't it? That Jesus went to his house and they probably had some tea. Um, But but he went there uh, to help him out. So Zacchaeus, when he climbed up that tree... He climbed up that tree as a real sinner, as a man with a big problem. He'd taken stuff that didn't belong to him. He'd cheated people out of money. he treated people really badly. And he didn't want God in his life. He'd not lived the life that God wanted him to live. And actually, if we're honest with ourselves, we know as well that we treat people badly. Maybe... There's something that you've taken that didn't belong to you. Maybe you've still got that in your house. Uh, I've, got a, um, I've got a Bible that's got um, my old church's address right in the front that i that I'd taken. I know, that's kind of a big criminal offence, isn't it? So I'm, I'm going to put an amnesty bin at the front of church, So for anyone who's taken something that doesn't belong to them and they want to get rid of it and they can't do it, I'll bring it in and it will be at the front of the church and you can do it secretly when no one's looking. If you've taken something that doesn't belong to you, you can put it in there and we can dispose of it for you. I'll make sure that's up next week. But actually, all of us have done stuff wrong, haven't we? We've treated people badly. Maybe we've taken something really small, like a pen that doesn't belong to us. Answers to a test. Used a photocopier without someone's permission. The Bible says that all of us are sinners. We've all done stuff wrong. We haven't loved God with all our hearts, all our soul, all our minds, and all our strength. The Bible says that all have sinned. And Zacchaeus knows that. And do you know what's amazing about Zacchaeus? What's incredible about Zacchaeus is he listened to Jesus. He listened to him. He did what he said. He came down the tree and salvation came to his house. Let's just listen in on this conversation. Verse 8, Zacchaeus stood up and, and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. That's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. Zacchaeus, when he came down that tree, he was a changed man. He was a completely different man. So Zacchaeus was living his life, his own way, with the crown on his head, doing what he wanted to do, going in the direction he wanted to do it. He was taking money off people willy-nilly, making himself rich, living for himself, and then he meets Jesus. And he takes the crown off his own head and does a complete U-turn And turns back to Jesus. He turns back to God. And he's a transformed man when he comes down that tree. I bet he didn't think waking up that morning he's going to give away half his money. I reckon Jesus was the last person who ever stayed in that massive house that he owned. And there was probably a huge queue behind him wanting their money back that he'd taken off them. He'd done a huge U-turn, turned back to God. He was a changed man. He was a different bloke from when he first woke up. It's incredible. An ex-robber giving away half of his money, repaying those who he treated badly. He'd done a complete U-turn, 180 degrees. It's a radical change. And that's what Jesus does to people. He changes people. He changes people from the inside. They do a huge U-turn. They turn back to him. Now, it's the 1st of January. It's a new year. And we're meeting with Jesus this morning, and he offers all of us A brand new start. It's a new day. It's a new year. And he wants us to enjoy relationship with him. The relationship that we were created for. To enjoy him as our Lord and as our saviour. And as the captain of our lives. And maybe for some of us, we need to take that crown off our own head and lay it before Jesus. And say, look, I'm not the boss of my life. I want you to be the boss. Maybe some of us need to do that. And do you know what? When a lifeboat launches off a lifeboat station... It goes into the water, doesn't it? Despite the choppiness of the sea and the kind of chaos of the storms, they go out in search of the person who's in trouble and needs to be rescued. But Jesus, he's the one who took on the storm. Jesus is the one who took on the storm. He went out into the storm so that we could be rescued. He's the one who deals with the chaos of God's judgment and God's anger so that we could be saved, so that we could be rescued so that we could be back in relationship with the God who created us. And you know what? Jesus is the one who got his hands dirty. He's the one who came into our world and came to rescue. Jesus is seeking lost people to save. Jesus is the one who can lift our burdens. And actually, if we have done stuff wrong, we can turn to Jesus. And he's the one who can sort us out. He's the one who can heal us. He came to seek and to save what was lost? Now, perhaps you feel a little bit like Zacchaeus this morning. Everybody knows your whole life, that people know some of the stuff that you've done in the past. Or maybe you're not like Zacchaeus. You're better at covering things up than Zacchaeus was. And so people don't know about your past. People don't know who you are. Well, actually, Jesus has come to seek and to save what's lost, whether you're like Zacchaeus or whether you're not. But actually, I think all of us, we need to be more like Zacchaeus in how we treat Jesus. We need to act like Zacchaeus. We need to let Jesus be the number one in our life. And so that's my New Year's resolution this morning, is I want to respond to Jesus more like Zacchaeus responds to Jesus. He's full of joy as he welcomes Jesus into his life. Full of joy. Is that your Christian life? Is that how you feel about being a Christian in 2017? Full of joy because of what Jesus has done. Generous towards other people why well because God's taken away our spiritual bankruptcy and he's shown us who he is and therefore being eager to put right things that we've done wrong not to please God not to earn God's favor but because we've been rescued because Jesus has come to us because he came to seek and to save what's lost let's pray Lord God, we pray that St. Jude's Church this year, that we'd respond to Jesus like Zacchaeus did. Please, we pray that we would be full of joy as we look forward to what 2017 has. We pray that you'd give us great joy knowing you as our God and our King. And thank you that you came to seek and to save lost people like us. Amen. we're going to continue in